Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? It's Ooh, your, your boys. boys. I don't know what that was. Uh, this is Sauce Thinking Podcast. Hey, thanks for tuning in. My name is Felipe, and I'm joined by my co host, uh, Sir Prescott the Second. Okay. Uh, and we are coming to you live from my couch. Coming a live recorded episode that's going to come out in two weeks. Or yes, this three, week. Five. Today. It'll be in out a year? when you listen to this. Uh, so, how's everybody going? How's everybody uh, doing? Rowan? Pretty good. I um, just finished wrapping my chicken. Um, pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. I'd just be saying words. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, with Christmas coming up, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not gonna play with that basket of eggs. Um, <laughs> with Christmas coming up, oh, I guess I guess you're right. No, it's November. Actually, with Thanksgiving coming up, you like how I'm holding my mic. <laughs> um, with uh, Thanksgiving. Coming up, what is your favorite uh, style of cornucopia? <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going. Oh, I thought you were, what's your favorite, like, Thanksgiving food? Honestly, I know that mashed potatoes is not a strictly Thanksgiving food. But I do not care about almost anything else served at Thanksgiving. I want mashed potatoes and gravy. I don't care if we have turkey Ooh, or if we have no. whatever. You're wrong. It's stuffing. More than stuffing, I want no, mashed stuffing, potatoes and the gravy. The cheap stuff that you get from like I want mashed potatoes, the like and gravy. bag or whatever. It's like a powder that you like. Mm. I don't even know what that is. Oh. I want mashed potatoes and gravy. If you told me <laughs> tomorrow that mashed potatoes and gravy causes cancer, I don't know that I would stop eating it. Mashed potatoes causes cancer. I'm not going to stop eating it, bro. It's mad good. It's the best. If your friends jumped off a cliff, would you jump off with them? If there was mashed potatoes at the mm. bottom of this cliff with gravy, I'm jumping. Man. But it depends, though, because I'll tell you what. Like, Popeye's mashed potatoes and gravy is nasty. But KFC. KFC's nasty. Their mashed potatoes no. are so unflavored, it's no. not even funny. Their you gravy style. Their gravy is the bomb. KFC gravy, I don't okay. know what type of nastiness they put in that thing to make it taste good, I can't but it remember, is so good. I can't remember the last time I had the mashed potatoes. I think I just remember the gravy and remember the gravy. Yeah, good. listen, the mashed potatoes and gravy is the gravy at, at the KFC that says it. The mashed potatoes taste like cardboard mashed potatoes is because it's probably what it is, but... Yeah, but like yeah. homemade mashed potatoes where everything's seasoned right, and then you add some like homemade gravy where everything's seasoned right. You don't right. season mashed potatoes. You season mashed potatoes. I don't know mashed who lied to you. Mashed potatoes are just like rice. You season rice. I don't know what to tell you. Mashed potatoes are just like rice and chicken. You season all of they it. They taste best. Shut up. Unseasoned. You don't believe that. You don't believe that. Yes, I do. You don't believe that. Bro, seasoning is from the devil. It makes everything spicy. Shut up. I hate the spicy stuff like salt. Pepper. Shut up. 
Anyway, uh, hey, this episode, uh, we're about to drop a bombshell. Yeah. On a small local town. If the FBI is listening, this is a terrorist I feel like you threat. said, stop. Oh, God, why would you say that? <laughs> I thought yeah, I was going to play along with you until you said all of that. No, it's not. That might be the most out-of-pocket thing I've said. That's not close to being true. <laughs> you said way more out-of-pocket than these. Anyway, uh, so while planning for the recording of this episode, Ron and I had a, had a little sit-down, a little chit-chat, a little heart-to-heart. We had a little kumbaya, had a little... Had some Kool-Aid and watermelon. No, that's not another <laughs> phrase for people saying they were talking. Had a little meeting. Had chit-chat. A little staff meeting. I already said chit-chat. Had a little kumbaya. All right. You're just saying <laughs> the things that I said before now. A little staff meeting. Had a little get-together. A little coming to. Well, uh, a little potluck. A little powwow. You were close. <laughs> Uh, and we decided to talk about our podcast. Uh, we know that we have kind of been all over the place with posting and releasing episodes and everything. Uh, so we wanted to be honest, uh, about where we were individually about where the podcast is going. So, uh, Rowan, why don't you go first and tell us why you are quitting and moving to Alaska? Um, to be honest, I just despise Felipe and his voice. And if I have to listen to it, for you know, that'll do it. One because more I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and if I have to listen to him for one more week, I'll well, can't say that, but I'll do something to myself. Um, no, but seriously, um, I think, uh, at least for me, I'm going through, I'm transitioning in life, uh, from child to. <laughs> Child. Did you have to use the word transitioning? <laughs> uh, um, I'm transitioning from boy child to girl child. <laughs> um, from child to adult. Um, and me and Felipe were talking about where to go from this, uh, from here, because we kind of took a break, uh, took a little breather, and that's why we kind of stopped doing the um video stuff and all that jazz. And we kind of sat down and started talking, where do we go from here? Because I think there was two options. We either go full steam ahead, video, posting on social media, all the stuff that we've kind of been slacking in, or we come back and or cut back and uh, go a little bit more casual. And evaluate, at least for me, evaluating my life, I have a lot on my plate. And I don't see it getting any clearer in the foreseeable future. Yeah. But I still really enjoy doing this podcast, and I think um, it's still worth doing. Um, so we're just going to go a little bit more casual with it. Um, and I think that's the um, future of this podcast for the foreseeable, foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, who knows? Um, but, yeah, that's just the what... That's just the what's up, uh, the what's happening. Um, yeah, so and for me, for me, I, you know, like one of the quotes I live by is this Ron Swanson quote. Uh, he says, never half heart 
two things, wholeheart one thing. And, um, you know, given, given our circumstances, so we've been doing this for four seasons, two years. We have at least 50 episodes out. That seems like a random number, but it could be true. I uh, no, I think we have at least fifty episodes out. Like no, that seems true, but because we have, because we had like ten, ten. We should count them. We had ten ish, like ten, 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 twenty something, and now we're on. I don't know what we're on. Nine. We're on nine. Uh, and I think honestly, season two or season three, we just kept going with the episodes. No, we were like 24, 20 something before we decided, Hey, let's do season, season four. Uh, but anyway, so we, you know, like we've done a heck of a lot of episodes and we've been recording for a while and we've had sponsors, uh, which we love. Um, and I think, uh, when we took a break for, for a little bit, it was because life got super hectic for the both of us. Rowan is doing school and working almost full time and doing fencing and you know like he's picked up uh different hobbies and and stuff like that and I was going through a transition like at work and moving and trying to figure out what life is like um you know living on my own and and having to work more hours and all of this stuff and so um we took a bit of a break and we scaled back a bit and part of me is like you know given the fact that we have sponsors and we have people that listen in every week like what's our responsibility to them but then also what can we still realistically do and so um on that note i just want to say this if you currently sponsor uh us in any way shape or form if you are giving us money please stop we we want we want to say that we appreciate all the love that we've gotten so far uh over the past Three years, two years, three years, four years, over the past four seasons, over uh, the past six decades, over the past millennia, and uh, we we can't say with enough, like honest, sincere gratitude how much we appreciate. Like we we just started recording this on our phones one day, and here we are. Like I don't know that either one of us thought that we would have been doing it this long, or you know, like had people actually giving us money to support a hobby that we have where we talk about Jesus. I, I think it's incredible and we don't take that lightly. Um, but that being said, we also feel like we're not living up to the content. Uh, we, we, we feel like we're not putting out, you know, like exactly what is worth being supported uh not in a good way or a good way bad way just neutral way like we you know like if you're I think you should get your money's worth. I don't think you're getting your money's worth, honestly. So, all that being said, we we are switching things up. We might release an episode here or there maybe once a month. You know, like maybe you, know, you guys will get lucky and you might get two episodes a month. Maybe we'll be really talkative and chatting and you get three episodes. I don't know. I'm not making any promises. What, what we're committed to is we still want to keep this going. We love talking about Jesus. We love talking about topics and we love talking about uh, culture and and how the Bible and our theology actually plays itself out in everyday life. Um, and we think that's important to us. But given our current life uh, choices, and what I mean by that is what we decide to fill our times with and our jobs and our schedules and our hobbies and our families and all that stuff that goes with being alive, um, 
there are other things that are a little bit more important to us right now. And we still want to do this podcast for our sake, um, not for necessarily anybody else's. And if you guys listen, if you guys like it and enjoy it, then hip hip hooray, honestly. Thanks for continuing to listen. But if you guys don't, we still might record these even if we have one listener just because it's good for our personal growth and our, our spiritual growth. Because a lot of the times... You know, Rowan and I were saying that we dig deep into the Bible to figure out, well, what does it actually say about this topic? Or what is it, you know, how does it pertain to this that I'm talking about or whatever? So it helps us. Yeah. With that being said. That being said, we still have an episode because who do you think we are? Uh, I have a microphone in my hand, which means I'm probably going to talk for a bit. Yeah. So um, we're going to do something a little bit different today. Uh, with us going casual, uh, so one of the things is you probably noticed we did not post um, episode last when week. We should have, which would be last week, um, and we hadn't even planned an episode. And instead of coming to you guys with a half-hearted episode that we planned just to put content out for the sake of putting content out. We are going to go through this is very strange, uh, but I think it's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to go through a song that uh, was on a album that just came out. Just right? came out. Yeah. And um, it has some really cool lyrics on it. Shut that off. I'm trying to get the um, lyrics. But it's a it's a album that Felipe's been listening to, and the song is very cool. And instead of talking to you about some random topic that we threw together, why not just have a neat little conversation about a song? With um, uh, well, here's the thing: we're not singing, you know, like we're not going to go over a song that's so. Wop. This isn't a music review, right? Like this isn't what we're doing. But um, this album came out on Friday. And ever since it came out, I've been listening to it nonstop. And this is the one song that made me pause in my listening. And I played the song on repeat. I don't know how many times. And the reason why is the premise of this album was written by an artist over the last three-ish years, or at least ever since COVID started. And there's been, I think for everybody, there's been tons of up and downs relationally, emotionally, spiritually over the past few years just with everybody trying to figure out how do you live in in this world now or whatever the case might be or maybe your life hasn't changed at all anyway but this album i feel like is really is really raw like there's a lot of songs about life there's a lot of songs about like god's faithfulness there's a bunch of songs about doubt there's a bunch of songs about life in general there's a bunch of songs about god's goodness and who god is and just praising god and then there's like this song that is just like a question and the song is called The Jesus I Know. And this is um, Benjamin William Hastings. Hastings. Yeah. You might know him as a guy that wrote uh, So Will I on Hillsong United or the song uh, Highlands on the Hillsong United album. He he writes and performs with Hillsong. Anyway, so he, uh, he wrote hey, the song and... Uh, it's really it, like a lot of a lot of the song and a lot of the lyrics are stuff that I've been wrestling with in my life and uh, just questions that I've been 
working over in my life. Uh, and this is a this is a song that he wrote kind of as a conversation between him and Jesus where he's asking like, hey, do I really know you or do I know some version of you that I made up? And I've been I've been asking myself that a lot the past few months, you know, like um, kind of where am I at? You know, like what what do I what do I believe? Like, how do I live out what I believe? And if I are if I'm not living out what I say I believe, then do I really believe it? Or like all of these different things, right? And so like who, what, what Jesus do I know? Is it the real Jesus or is it a figment of my imagination or a figment of my creation? You know, like, and so we want to talk about the song and read some of the lyrics and some of the questions that maybe Ron and I have. And this is different for us because we don't have anything planned. We're not going to dig into the Bible and open up commentaries and this and that. We're just, I think, this might be healthy. Ron and I are just going to be like real about where we're at. Totally. So how do we want to do this? I don't know. <laughs> cool. Um, Cause we could like go through lines that we like, uh, or you could just read through the song. If you want to do that as well. Um, and just go through the song, like, verse by verse. Um, I think maybe we should pick out song lines that we like. Okay. So this might be all over the place. This is definitely going to be all over the place. But, hey, we got... What? A so I was thinking podcast episode that's all over the place. <laughs> Gasp. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> Hell really has frozen over. Look uh, outside. There's a pig with wings. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean that pigs. The pig is flying. Oh my gosh! It just took off. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I'm gonna start with the first two lines. This is: Do you ever feel misunderstood when you look at what this thing's become? Mm. Uh, and that's just him talking to Jesus. And I think. I've been I've been thinking a lot about like the current state of the church, at least in America, and at least in in kind of where where I'm at in in my life, but then also just like where we are geographically, where we are politically as a country, where we are as a church. And I ask myself that often, like if Jesus were to see the church today, like would he recognize it? And it's a deep question because um, the church is something that Jesus loves deeply. Like, he refers to it as his bride, right? Like, it is a deep, intimate relationship that Jesus has with his church. He cares for it. He loves it. He protects it. He died for it. And it's an interesting concept. Like, I've been going down history, and I come, like... Maybe this is stupid or juvenile, but like I've been comparing my faith to Paul or my faith to some of the apostles. And I'm like, especially after today's message at church, I'm like, man, like if Jesus, if Jesus saw me, would he even recognize me as a Christian in the 21st century? Yeah. You know, that claims to be part of his bride. Well, I mean, kind of going off of what you say, there's a line in here, um, and I'm scared if you walked into church, you might flip the tables and go, uh, which I think is interesting because it's like what's being taught at church right now 
would Jesus approve of it? Like, is it, because I think, well, I don't think, I know Jesus was pretty radical. So, like, how radical is the church being? Um, I saw I saw something the other day where it's like, if you if your pastor has never offended you, or if you've never been angry at your pastor, he's probably not done a pretty, he's not done a good job. Um, not to say, saying like, if you're, if the pastor or if your church, you've listened to all these sermons and it's never like angered you to the, or like made you not angered as in he's saying wrong stuff up on the pulpit, but more like he's calling you out on stuff. And it's like, I don't want to die to that sin. Like if you've never had that situation, like it's probably not a great church. I think I've been in that situation like the past three months at at our church. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is, is the I saw that in like the middle of the week in that week at church. Um, uh, our pastor preached a sermon that was really hard to hear, and it kind of made me mad. And then I was like, oh. And then I thought of that like TikTok or whatever that I saw, and I was like, oh. It's probably a good thing because I wasn't mad at him and I wasn't mad at like God, like this is wrong. This is immoral. Like God's dead, whatever. It was more like, <laughs> no, like I kind of like the way I'm doing things. I kind of like the way I'm living. Like I don't want to change just for, just for God, you know? Yeah. Um, But going back to the, like the song, like would, would Jesus flip the tables if he came in? It's like, also, like, how are we helping? Like, is, are the churches helping people, or are they just another, at least for me, like an after-school activity? Because mm. that's what a lot of, because I've been I've been through youth groups and stuff like that, and that's kind of what the church has acted like for a lot of the youth that I've seen, where it's just youth group is just another a- after-school activity. Yeah. Um, which, um, to hold, I don't, I don't keep on, I don't, I'm not trying to keep on praising our church, but I think our church does things very well. Our youth group is very small and we don't really play any like fun games and we don't have different people. We just sit down and we talk about the Sunday message and I really enjoy it because I think it's very, it's very raw. And like, if you, cause what I've seen is people come, people come for the games, people come for the after school activity to talk to one another and then they go home, right? In small groups, they don't say anything or they joke around and stuff like that. But at our youth group, if you're just coming to talk to people and then leave, you're only getting like, 15 minutes of activity tops. Yeah. Most of the time spent at youth group is in uh, a group talking about like what the Bible is about and how it affects our lives. And I really love that about my youth group. Yeah. Just before that in the song, it says, and just like these people I blame, have I made you something you're not? Cause I live off the good of your name. And in some ways I profit the cross. And that's a deep lyric and I'm going to break it down because it's like, because I live off the good of your name and in some ways I profit the cross. Like 
we we uh, Rowan brought this up in an episode a few months ago now, but uh, of the idea of like people that are socially Christian, you know, like they got the Bible verse in their Twitter Bible. That was all over the place. They got the Bible verse in like their social media bio or whatever. And it looks good. Or, you you know, like some people have some sort of idea of Christians, good or bad. And, and I think like, you know, like, am I profiting off of the cross? Like, am I using it as an excuse socially to behave a certain way or to not behave a certain way? Am I hoping that people see me in a different light because I claim to be a Christian, but do I have actually lived the Christian life? Yeah, kind of to piggyback off of what you're saying. Um, I was just talking about the other day about like, oh, I have a burp that's kind of riding Bro, up. same. And it's like... I've been trying to get it out for like the past... It's like bouncing up and down my throat. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, no, but I was talking about like Christianity as a whole. And I think I remember coming to this realization because I used to be really nervous about like sharing my faith. And I've grown bolder over the years and stuff like that. But one of the things that helped that I think is kind of interesting is we live in a very, like, accepting culture where you can be any race, religion, anything, and people will accept you. Um, And I think most people, I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I think most people accept surface-level Christianity. And let me me explain, because I think... If you if you're like, yep, I'm a Christian. I wear a cross necklace. I have a verse in my bio, and I say all glory to the highest whenever I'm like giving an exception speech or whatever. Like, um, what? I didn't know where you were gonna go with that. <laughs> but go <laughs> on, no, go on. But like, um, and all this stuff. I think people. I think it's actually kind of popular. I think, and I think people actually like it because um, Christianity, if that's the deepest that you go, I think that makes you a little bit like a little bit more likable. Like people see you and they're like, oh, you're Christian. You must be kind of spiritual or philosophical in some way or, or nice. Yeah. Or you, you must, nice. You're a moral person or something like that. When Christianity is, um, I think Felipe said this before, like Christianity is exclusive where it's like, you need to accept that like you're living in sin and that, and that's the unpopular part where it's when you start being strict on sin, right? When people see you as a Christian, not just because you wear a cross necklace, but because you act like Christ Yeah. and Christ was not a very popular person with a lot of people. Um, he kind of was, but like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There was a lot of people that hated him because of what he believed, because he challenged what people believed, right? Um, and so I think I think that's really interesting that you brought that up because I was just talking about this with some people I about how, like, Christianity is actually kind of popular because it does make you seem, like, philosophical or whatever. But when you actually... But that's kind of, like, surface-level Christianity. Once you get deeper and is like... And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to sleep around. It's like, okay, now people are going to start thinking that you're weird. And there's going to start like, 
oh, he's legalistic. He's not a real Christian, which I think is just funny. Yeah. Um, no, I think, I think, uh, when it comes to Christianity, I was, I had a conversation with one of my coworkers, uh, this week for like an hour and a half. I ended up leaving work like way later than I got paid for. Uh, but it was good cause we were talking about Jesus and I, I made the point, like, I hate when people, I hate when people cling to stuff that they should let go of when it comes to Christianity and whether or not you're a Christian, I, I don't like, if we're going to have an argument about Christianity, if we're going to talk about Christianity, then at least I expect you, or at least I want somebody and I would hope that somebody would be intellectually honest and at least see things from like a Christian's perspective when it comes to like a conversation on Christianity. And not that I don't think that Christians should also see things from other perspectives, but like uh, we got on this subject because we were talking about absolute truth, right? And so I was like, listen objectively like if we're going to talk about this this is what i believe flat out and so if i believe in absolute truth then there are certain things that regardless of how i feel don't really matter because it's a yes or no it's a zero or a one like it's binary like there's only one or two options right like or there's only one option or the other like there's there's a yes or a no and um if we can't agree on that and if we're going to drag a pit then we can't really have like, I think an intellectually honest conversation because we're assuming or we assume different things. But if we come to the assumption or if we come to the table with the assumption that there is absolute truth, then I think we can have an intellectual, intellectually honest conversation about Christianity. Um, but like, I forgot where I was going with that because I started reading the lyrics halfway through that sentence and then it like just completely derailed my thought. But that all that to say, the next line of lyrics that I really like here is, I've tried with the best of my words to be true to who you really are, but I wonder how far I fell short. Do you recognize yourself in my songs? Mm. Like, I don't know. This song has really done something in me recently where it's made me question a lot of my words, my thoughts, my conversations. Um, so if I'm, if I'm being honest, like, the last... I would say like the last few months and we've talked about it on our podcast. We've talked about it. Like I felt, I felt really convicted at church about how much I read the Bible, about how much I pray now, but I've also not done anything about it. And I think that that's lazy. And I think that that's on me. That's entirely on me. Um, and so when I read these lyrics, like, I feel convicted yet again. Like, are the words that I'm saying... Uh, the, today's message at church has really challenged me. Like, the whole analogy that Chris gave about, you know, like, 
um, Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Like, it's different if I claim to know Jesus, but would Jesus claim to know me? And if I'm being honest, I think, like, the last few months of my life, like, if I, this is stupid and this is theologically wrong, but I think if I started praying, Jesus would be like, who's that again? Oh. Mm. You know, like, I don't, I don't know that I agree with that theologically, but that's how I feel right now. Like, if I, if I picked up, you know, like, the, the, I don't know, picked up the pen to start praying, but, like, if I, you know, like, started praying or whatever, like, it's been a while, like, to have consistent prayer, and so, like, that relationship, you know, like, although it's been there for years, and although it's been there for a while, like, a huge part of my life, like, like, would Jesus recognize me? Yeah. As, as, dumb, as dumb of a conversation, or maybe that's as dumb of a thought as that is, like, that's a real thought that's, like, that's in my mind, especially after this song this weekend and after the, the sermon this morning. It's like, wow, you know, like, I claim to know Jesus a lot, and I claim, you know, like, and the truth is, like, I have done a lot of Bible study. I have done a lot of stuff over the years to know more about Jesus. I have spent a lot of time in prayer. I have spent a lot of time, you know, like in my Bible over the years, but recently it's like, nope. Yeah. And so, sorry, I don't mean to keep cutting you off when you're about to talk, but like, and so would, would Jesus be like, oh yeah, that's my boy flip. No, I agree. I think, um, I've, I've wondered about that too, where it's like, uh, the more I dig into theology, the more, and this came up when we did, we did some episode about like justification or something. It might've been the repentance thing. Um, where I just finished reading a book about justification and the doctrine about that. And the more I dig into theology, the more I learn about God. And the more I'm like, why did I never learn about this before? And it may, this song kind of reminds me of, like, I've had the thoughts where it's like, what if what I'm saying isn't actually representing Jesus? It's just representing how much I know so far. What if I'm not in a position to be talking to anybody about Jesus because I don't even know who Jesus really is? Like, how much of my faith is unknown, almost? And I think the only answer to that is, or the, the way you get past that is actually having a relationship with Jesus. Like, uh, we talked about um, how how to approach God. Like, is God your father, your like king, your savior, right? Do you have that kind of relationship with God, or is it just a school book that you're reading, or a textbook, or something like that, where you yeah. study him? Um, because I think Jesus reveals himself to us, and we only we only get that when we have a relationship. So kind of like what you were saying about, like, would Jesus recognize me? Like, you need a relationship for that. Yeah. Almost. And I think that's where you get that assurance. Um, that being said, uh, one of my, right after this, like, direct, directly after this, um, my favorite line that stuck out, because I, I listened to the song, sorry, I listened to the song for the very first time um, right, right before, before we recorded recording this. Um, but we read through the lyrics and stuff like that. Um, but the the line that really, really stuck out to me are a few lines. Man, the burps just like float up 
super slowly, but then like you know sit in my throat. Like they don't come out. Facts. I just That's kind of what I'm Get out of there. Get out of the chamber. Um but the line that stuck out to me is um and I hope my theology's close, but who could sum- summarize infiniteness? To think I know only proves that I don't. A mystery I'll qu- never quite get to know. What? I'm making up lyrics. <laughs> you are. <laughs> a mystery I'll never quite get. That's the Jesus I know. But that line, who could summarize infiniteness, to think I know only proves that I don't. I think when it comes to Christ, I think the more that we assume that we know, the less we get it. I think. I think the more... Because I've been, I think it's, I've been kind of struggling with just like questions of why would God do this or why would God do that? And I think the more you try to question God's, like, how do I say this? Because I think it is important to be like, why does God do this? Because then it gets you down a path of finding out God's character. And I think that is a very worthwhile path to go down. But at the same time, it's like, when are you going to start letting God be God and have God's plans be God's plans? Yeah. Um, Throwback to our very first episode. Our very first episode where you said I never do anything right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That was a bad leg cramp. Um, (laughs) But it's like, I think... I think we kind of, like, one of God's traits is his, like, infiniteness and, like, his greatness. And I think that's something, I don't know, I think that's just something that we need to accept. And I think there's there's rest in that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah, the line... Did you start? Where did you start with the the your thing? And I hope my theology is close. Oh yeah. Like right after whatever you yeah said. Well, the line in between what I said and what you said is because all that I want is the truth, and I hope my theology is close. But who co- who could summarize infinite to think I know only proves that I don't. Um. I don't know. This song's really done something to me this this weekend where I'm just like what am i what am i doing with my theology what am i doing with my faith what am i doing with my life because you know like i'm what essentially what jesus am i serving is it the is it a jesus of my imagination and of my creation or do i know the real thing yeah and i think it's i don't know maybe that's just where i'm at in in my life currently but like we live it we live in a land see this is this is where like the Bible becomes real, right because if you think about it historically, like men have always made gods in their image, and that's why they're powerless, right is because when you try to serve something that looks like you really you realize that you're powerless, and so like you have gods that can't do anything for you because they look like you or because they act like you or because they have the same emotions as you but then when you think about the god almighty the god of the universe he better not look anything like you i mean in some ways jesus was fully truly man truly god and so we get to know him as a god man god made flesh right like 
But even then, Jesus was nothing like us. And and to try to understand him is like the challenge of a lifetime. And it's the, it's the adventure of a lifetime to get to know the God of the universe and to know him and have him know you intimately. But like, I, I think what I've come to realize that is that like for the past while, I've been serving a God that looks a little bit like me. Mm. And I've been disappointed. But really what I'm disappointed in is my own imagination and my own creation of what Jesus should be. And I think like I'm like literally right now on this podcast, this is this is basically just a, a diary, this episode of what I'm going through in my life right now. But like I'm realizing like a lot of the things that have bothered me over the last few months are my own doing and my own creation. And I, when I try to talk to God about it, I'm mad that he doesn't respond the way that I want because I've been serving a God that looks like me. But when I pray to God and I want him to give me the real answers, it doesn't sound like what I want to happen. And I've been frustrated because I think he should act a certain way. But really, I've built an idea of God the last few months that kind of serve how I want things to happen, not how he truly is. And I want a God that works right now, even though I know that God is patient and long-suffering and works on his time. And I've wanted God to do things in the here and now that are outside of his will and his plan. And I've been mad at him for not doing what I want when... I mean, like, we've done episodes, right? Like, I, we talked about how God is God and God does whatever God wants. And, like, so I know that theologically, right? But, like, in my life, what I've been living recently is, like, nah, I want God to do what I want him to do. And I know that I know that I know enough about God to know that he should act this way, so he should act this way, you know? Like, and it's, that's not how it works. Yeah. We, what time are we at? It's eight, 80 minutes. 80? No, nah, it's like 40. 40. 42, 40? 42, 40. Should we wrap it up then? Yeah, we can wrap it up. All right. Good. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Um, This is Kermit the Frog. That is the best impression you have ever done. <laughs> that is the like most spot on impression you have ever done. <laughs> there you go, Kyle. Obama there's who? Your, there, Kyle. There's your impression. Do it again. Kyle, close, Kyle. Out the show. close out the show with it. Close out the show like this. I'll just stay quiet. <laughs> well, now you put me on the spot. Okay, I am Kermit the Frog. Thank you so much for listening. This was the Swells Thinking Podcast. <laughs> it's quieter now than yeah, it was the first time. I, I think know. you got nervous. I'm sorry. I am nervous. Um, I almost peeing myself. But Same, but thank that's you guys. because I've been drinking a lot of coffee. <laughs> thank you guys for watching. Like, subscribe, um, share with friends and family. Ask questions. We love y'all. Thanks for supporting us. Bye. Stay fresh. Peace stay, out. Stay frosty. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>